Welcome back to our Bible study as we're continuing our emphasis on choices that make us grow, choices that help us to become like Christ. And we just started at the end of yesterday a topic called choosing to hang in there, choosing to not quit, choosing not to give up, choosing to just keep on keeping on. And we read from from Paul how near the end of his life he said, I have kept the faith, I've fought the fight, I've finished the course. And that's what we must do. And if we do that, we will experience some amazing things in our lives. You see, failure usually comes from quitting too soon. Today we're seeing the this is the time of the half-done job, the partially finished project, and the half-hearted commitment. We can almost forgive a person for giving up before they ever begin, but it's difficult when somebody begins and then refuses to keep on. If you're going to be successful in life and in your Christian walk, take example marriage. Most people give up. They just give up at the slightest whim. They even enter marriage with the idea, well, if this doesn't work out, I can always get a divorce. And, and most of them do if that's their attitude because every marriage is going to have problems. Every marriage is going to have conflicts. And if you enter into marriage with the idea, I can always get a divorce, I can always bail out, then you will. But if you hang in there and trust God and really seek him, both of you seek him, you can work out just about anything that comes your way because God will enable you to do it. The same with your job. You're not going to love your job all the time. It's not even going to be there. going to even be some times you're not even going to like it. But the same is with your spiritual walk. You have to know that Christ is your personal Lord and Savior, and it's not easy to choose to trust Christ. These are things that we have to just do by perseverance. And, and it's trusting Christ, certainly, but it's choosing to trust Christ. Henry Austin once said, genius, that power that dazzles mortal eyes is all but perseverance in disguise. You see, that person is not near as smart as they look like. They just keep at it. They just don't quit. They just hang in there. W.E. Sankster once said, it's hard to blame people for not being vigilant, but that is how wickedness wins the day in this world. Wickedness counts on the sleepiness and the comfort of loving character, of not loving character as much as loving ease and wanting things for self. If we don't hang in there, we don't stick it out. I want to show you a man who stuck it out. His name was Paul. We know about him, but I think we haven't appreciated the godly great man that he was. He said, near the end of his life, I fought the good fight, I finished the course, I've kept the faith. And let's notice several things. First of all, there's the instruction that he gives us to, to, to hang in there. Now, the first instruction is choose to fight. Paul said, I fought the good fight. I've made a choice to do that every day in my life, and it was my choice. You see, we're in a battle. The world, the flesh, and the devil are out to destroy us. And if Paul gave in, he knew he would be defeated because he was constantly facing, facing difficulties. He was shipwrecked. He was stoned, left for dead. He was beaten with rods. He, but he kept right on fighting. He knew what it was. 
not fighting flesh and blood. He knew that the battle was in the spiritual realm. So he put on the armor of God every day, realizing that the Christian life's not a picnic, but it's a fight. And that he had to, to be willing to fight. That, that fight means not in the wrong term, but I mean it in the sense of I'm going to stay at it, I'm going to fight, and I'm going to do what God says. It's not some kind of fun all the time. You see, most of us want everything to be fun and games, but it's not. It's not fun to say no to temptation when everyone around us is yielding and telling us how wonderful it is. It's not fun to keep our keep on when everyone else is quitting and giving up. It's not fun to be consistent day in and day out all the time, but that is the secret if we choose to fight, and that's the instruction that Paul gives. Jesus said that he who endures unto the end shall be saved. The point being that endurance is the characteristic of true salvation, and those who really know Christ choose to hang in there and they choose to make choices to allow Jesus to empower them to do what they need to do. You may have heard the old story about the devil having a garage sale. He was selling quite a few of his tools that he didn't use anymore, and some were barely used, but some were worn. But there was one that was worn out, and that's why he was getting rid of it. He needed a new one, and some bargain hunter picked up that worn-out tool and said, Mr. Devil, what is this? The devil replied, oh, this is my favorite tool. From the beginning, it's been my favorite tool. When nothing else works, I always use that. And he laughed devilishly. It works. The bargain hunter looked closer and soon scratched on the tool side was the word discouragement. You see, that is one of the devil's greatest tools. He discourages us. This is too hard. I can't do this. This is bugging me. This is bothering me. But discouragement is something we all wrestle with. It's the sworn enemy of perseverance. But perseverance is the gift we're given by God to do what we need to do to keep on. We can turn failures into successes. We can choose another option. And we can work day by day and discover that perseverance produces miracles. It, it amazes us. We'll look back and say, I don't know how I did that. Well, we did it by trusting God daily which was staying at it. Some of the greatest success stories of all time came on the heels of great discouragement, and they came because somebody chose to hang in there. Take Beethoven, for example, one of the greatest music composers of all time. He suffered most of his life from a liver disease, and when it came uh, to, to the worst possible thing that could happen to a musician and composer, he, he, got, he became deaf. He could not hear. Defeat stared him in the place, face, but he refused to go under. He refused to quit. And it's his remarkable testimony that most of his great works were written when he was unable to hear a single note. He was conscious that one beyond himself was enabling him. George Frederick Handel, all his life, was dogged by misfortune. He, debt, despair followed despair. A cerebral hemorrhage paralyzed his right side, and for four years he could neither walk nor write. Doctors gave him up, but he, he continued to write music and operas. And finally, nearing 60, he thought he was finished, but God began to work in his life. And all that had seemed lost, and he was challenged by his best friend, Charles Ginnings, 
uh, who told him that God had something special for him to do. And so he took seriously that admonition, and he began to write. And as he wrote, he wrote what has come to be the greatest Christian oratory of all time. And it's called the Messiah, and the great hallelujah chorus is in it. So you see, if we keep on, it's amazing what God can do. If we don't quit, if we make the choice to finish, if we make the choice to keep going. We're going to pick that up tomorrow and talk some more about it. God bless you. Have a great day.